Hi, welcome back to another episode of Boss Ravioli Queens. I'm Jasmine the Queen. Nicole Ravioli. Boss Lady Amy. And this episode is called Flippity Floppin'. Because we never know which order we're going to say our names in. <laughs> that too. <laughs> this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about... Um, doing caregiving jobs and then like going out of caregiving and sometimes even going back into caregiving and like how it feels to like do different jobs and like go back and forth I guess is the whole idea so not only that but we kind of have a sort of announcement to make we're branching out Woo! <laughs> so we're still going to be like advocates for caregiving and everything but um we're also going to branch out into like um, more different, many different topics. So we're not just going to like stay in one area anymore because there's like lots of different things that we can talk about. There's lots of different things that we're interested in. So mm -hmm. it makes it more fun. And not only that, but like as far as just caregiving goes, we've really covered everything that we could possibly cover about caregiving i, think. I mean there's always new stuff evolving but yeah but, but I, the, for the general information on how everything works with caregiving i think we pretty much just covered it yeah and, and you know oops. oh sorry i was gonna say also don't worry we still have plenty of stories to tell oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll never run out of we those. haven't even scratched the surface no no and this <laughs> this is something that we talked about from the very beginning we knew that at some point we were going to run out of things um specifically regarding caregiving and but what we wanted to do was we wanted to build that first and i think the bottom mm. line is that no matter what topic we're on there's always an opportunity to teach and there's always an opportunity to be a nice human being. And as long as we keep that message, I think we'll be just fine. Right. Yeah. Cause a lot of us like so many other things. We like music, we like movies, we like <clears throat> anime. We're, we're all kind of a little bit of nerds. So we play a little bit of D and D. So making my entrance soon. Yeah, seriously. Well, I've been wanting to play for so long, but as you guys know, I was on second shift at the shitty shit job that I had before the one I have now, so... The shitty shit show? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're not going to talk about that anymore, though. Uh, but that's we why I, I couldn't get into it, because I still worked every other weekend, and it was a lot harder for me to get in on that, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and I guess another exciting thing, um, one of the <clears throat> things that we talked about this year was expanding... And our goal is to interview people on mm -hmm. like more topics. Yep. So we're kind we're trying to branch off um, into many different areas, and mm -hmm. we're really excited, you guys. Yeah. Like, Super excited. We're really, really excited. This is something that we've talked about for a long time, and we're so pumped that mm -hmm. we're finally here. No, my tits are not calm. <laughs> Hakuna those tatas. <laughs> oh gosh. Slap a bra on those titties. Probably do need one. Over the shoulder boulder holder. <laughs> anyway. Oh my god. Flippity flopping. Flippity flopping. That's what Jasmine's tits are doing. <laughs> Making myself a black eye. <laughs> Flipping the pen. Stop. <laughs> 
What'd you do with my wine? Get <laughs> <laughs> out of frame! <laughs> oh, this is off to a great start, y'all. <laughs> Anyways, keep talking. So, <laughs> in this episode, <laughs> we are talking about... um. Flippity flopping from caregiving to another career back to caregiving and then like finally wanting to get out of caregiving for good. So that's what we're going to start talking about. You guys go ahead. I'm going to sit. <laughs> so anyways, I've actually done it before where like I have done other things besides caregiving. I've done jobs like McDonald's, Subway. I worked at Starbucks before. <laughs> Um, and sometimes it's like, it's almost like a nice break sometimes because you're dealing with people still, but like in a different way and you're not like, you know, like that very hands-on stuff. Um, sometimes it's a nice break, but, um, if you, if, if certain caregivers out there know that like, sometimes you end up going back to caregiving because mm-hmm. you, you enjoy the rewarding parts of caregiving. Mm-hmm. And like growing relationships with the residents, getting a good rapport with them. I mean, as a rule, you don't run into too many like bad <clears throat> residents. Yeah. It's it's usually pretty good and they're usually really sweet and caring and understanding too. Um and obviously we see them more than we see our own families. Yeah. So we do. So it's, it's true. Um, even it's, on holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard not to get attached, basically. Yeah. No. <clears throat> I think for me, like well, once a caregiver, always a caregiver. Even if I'm not in a caregiving job, I'm still always thinking of like, how can I help people? Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm still always thinking, what can I do to help you? What can I make your life easy? Like, mm-hmm. I'm. I always have that level of caring, even even when I'm not doing it professionally anymore. That's me too. Well, I mean, um, just from our convert, our phone conversation <clears throat> yesterday. So I was talking to boss lady Amy about wanting to go back to school, mm-hmm. and I told her that I didn't know exactly what I wanted to go back for, but I had narrowed it down to either psychology or social work, mm-hmm. and. When we were talking, I just basically mentioned that it, it's always been my goal to make someone's life better mm-hmm. or be um, be a good asset to their life, basically. And I've always wanted a career where I could make good changes for people, too. So right. um, I think I decided on going back to school for social work. I'm pretty sure that's what I'm going to do. I'm okay. going to say it out loud. We, yeah, she did. <laughs> um, that's what I'm going back to school for. I've pretty much decided that. I don't know why I keep saying pretty much. I have decided <laughs> that I'm going back to school for social work. Have so, you? Are you sure? Yes. Thank you very much. Evolution. Woo! We're evolving, growing. So I think this is kind of our way of saying, like, it's, we're always going to be in healthcare, I think, in some capacity, or at least in some job that we're helping people. But um, don't put yourself in a box, and you don't have to. You don't have to be okay with like your in, entire life just doing the same thing. You're allowed mm-hmm. to break it up. Agreed. 
Um, and if at any point you want to change careers, you're never too young and you're never too old. You can always do it. It's just um, the work that it takes to get there for anybody. I'm so. like the crypt keeper. <laughs> <sighs> it's me, Jessica. I'm in here. <laughs> It's been one of those. It really has. Lay down. But in all seriousness, no, for sure. Sometimes switching back and forth can be hard. But we all evolve eventually. Um, we still like healthcare, so that's why we're still in healthcare, healthcare related related fields. It's just something that's a little not quite as hands on. Yeah, I mean, after a while, it just gets really hard on your body. Mm -hmm. It does. Um, my experiences I thus am, far. I am now broken. Mm -hmm. I am still looking Excuse for a me. chiropractor. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm debating on whether I'm going to look for one too. But um, so Jasmine talked about her experiences, um, jumping in and out of caregiving and healthcare and everything. So I guess it's my turn. <laughs> Um, so I started working when I was like 15 and growing up, my mom was a CNA for a good chunk of like the first part of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it was when I went into, I don't know, like second or third grade, she was working for like a home health agency in the office. And then she ended up switching to another, um, office-y type job. Anyways. I wanted to get into healthcare because of my parents, because both of them worked as CNAs um, earlier on in life. Honestly, me too, because my mom was a nurse. Yeah. So my first job as a freshman in high school was McDonald's, per usual. Like, everybody does that yep, for their first takes, job. <laughs> honestly, we just missed each other, too, because, like, I probably left, or no, you left probably when I, like, started Almost. Maybe how old were you? I was 14. Oh, damn. I left when I was like 16. <laughs> <laughs> so I left to go to a grocery store. So she left like a year maybe before I started. Yeah. 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 So I started working at a grocery store. I worked there until halfway through my senior year and I ended up like quitting on the spot because that was ass. I literally <laughs> worked there all through high school so for like four years I was there mm, that's cool but we're not talking about you anymore <laughs> we're always talking about me no anyways as I was I saying <laughs> bitch I need wine to deal with you on a daily basis at this point <laughs> interrupting me all the fucking time might as well start an IV with wine in it <laughs> Anyways. See what I deal with? <laughs> Did you really just go there with me? Give me that fucking wine. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all about to see us get a little crazy. <laughs> just kidding. I'm fine. But I, I get crazy. I get crazy. <laughs> no, I really am fun. Um... I just hate when Jasmine interrupts me and she knows that, so she does it very often. Me too. Well, especially today, because you're in a bad mood. Oh, I've been in a horrible mood. Anyway. It's, I've been a manic gremlin today. <clears throat> Anyways, um, 
So after the grocery store, I um <laughs> after the grocery store, I started working for the clinic, and that didn't last very long. And then I decided I was going to go to school for phlebotomy. So I did that, but I didn't get a job in phlebotomy, which we've talked about already here. Um, while I was waiting to hear back from a hospital slash clinic job, yeah, I started we, caregiving. Yeah, how come you didn't get a, like a job in phlebotomy, like even for like a little bit? So the director of my program, who was also the teacher, mm-hmm. hated me, and she like blackballed me, so I couldn't get fun. a job anywhere. Even though I had a 98.5 stick rate, so I literally missed one and a half people's veins. That's it. Out of like, I think we had to have like 400 to 600 pokes. Yeah, I remember that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so out of all of that, and I had to do, I remember I had to get this one person's blood who was like a drug addict. He was, he was like a heroin addict and his veins were completely shot and I had mm-hmm. to try and get it with a syringe out of his hand. Oh, it was, and you got it. Yeah, I did. It was brutal. <laughs> um, anyways, so that's why I didn't get a job in phlebotomy and I started caregiving because while I was waiting to hear back, I ended up applying for the behavioral place that Jasmine and I both used to work for at separate times though. Also, um, again, we've worked so many of the same jobs. So many. each other. That's crazy. So many. So um, after like, I don't know, like six, six years, seven years of caregiving slash CNA, because I did get my CNA too, um, I decided that I was done with healthcare, which was not the case. Obviously, we know that now, but I... I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm sick of these companies. They treat me like shit. Like the residents are good, but I can't deal with the high mm-hmm. stress anymore because I was strictly behavioral at that point. Honestly, the stressful part is like sometimes your coworkers and management is not even the the people right. that you're taking care of. Exactly. So um, I got a job as a bartender. <laughs> I moved up the ladder there and I became the manager with one other girl. Um, we managed the nightclub very loosely, <laughs> um, terming that because, oh my God. And we're talking loose like your grandma's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you interrupted me with all the time, I'd be fine. <laughs> like if it was always funny, I'd be fine. <laughs> I didn't interrupt you that time. I punctuated. You did. You did. Commentary. <laughs> Um, so after I got the manager job, I did that for like another six months ish. And then I had some financial issues because I wasn't making very much even as a manager. So I ended up getting a debt collection job and that was the worst decision I ever made in my entire life. I know. I love doing all the, like the extra work without the pay. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite. That's great. So, um, I ended up getting a debt collection job. I literally only worked there a year and a half a day (laughs) because I walked out. I told you guys that story. Oh, yes. I have seen. It was majestic. Seen the things. Mm. Oh, the email? Yeah. I forgot I sent you a picture of that, didn't I? (laughs) Wait, no, you didn't. I didn't? You had the, you found the print off. It was in your door. Yeah. You still have the paper. (laughs) I might. It's probably still. 
still in your car? It might be somewhere. I don't know. Either way, um, I did the debt collection thing and bartending. So I was bartending on Fridays and Saturdays, <clears> and then I only had Sundays off. So I was literally working six days a week. It was no bueno. That's a hell of a lot. It was. And I still was barely making ends meet. <laughs> so um, after that, I decided I was going to try factory work. And I worked in a fucking butter factory. <laughs> Ended up getting carpal tunnel from said job. They did not give me workman's comp because oh, I couldn't that. prove that I got it from that job. Where else would you get it from? Thank you. It just randomly appeared after I was in, it's not like, like you have cutting a, open cartons. It's not like you have a penis and you're butter. jerking off. Right. Ain't no way. Anyways, um, then after that, I got back into caregiving, like, after I got my carpal tunnel surgery and everything. Um, and I did it until two months ago now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the first caregiving job that you had after your surgery was that the company that we all met or was no that, a place? that was um i don't want to say it <laughs> it was you remember when we had to drive for the podcast still and mm-hmm. we had to drive to where jasmine's contract was yep it was that area oh okay yeah <clears throat> oh yeah yeah mm. that's, that's right because i was still with my Correct. Yeah. Yep. You were living. That building was strict, but it was pretty. Yeah, I was living in like. It was a pretty building. It is a pretty building, but I hated that. I hated that place. Um, But that wasn't much declares. So that was the job that I left when my ex and I broke up. The one before that was also caregiving. Izzy, I'm gonna kill you. Knock it off. (laughs) My dog's being crazy. She keeps moving the fucking ring light, and every time she hits it, I'm like, please don't fall. Please don't fall. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. um, So, yeah, I had two caregiving jobs in that area. And then when I moved out of the apartment that I was living at with Douchebag, I moved back in with my parents, and that's when I started at the job that we all met at. Nice. Mm, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fun, fun. Mm-hmm. Except kind of (laughs) not. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah, I remember you telling me, you're like, oh, yeah, I just moved back from whatever. And I was like, the fuck are you doing here? And then you were like, oh, yeah, I live in my parents' basement. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it was a fun time. Stupendous. It was quite the room. <laughs> room. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It was a section of the basement with a curtain hung up. Blankets. I was gonna <laughs> say the blanket curtain. <laughs> yeah. Sheet things. Yeah. But then the other half was storage. He had like one space. <laughs> Even my room had storage stuff in it. <laughs> She had like a little path to her bed from the curtain. Yeah, that was pretty much <laughs> and it. And the TV. Yeah. And it was yeah. a twin bed too. That was awful. Yeah, it was real bad. And it's all because her brother's a douche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I hope he hears this, but he won't because he's a douche. He doesn't listen because he doesn't support her Ooh. because he's a douche. 
<sighs> you hear that, Mama Ravioli? Your son's a douche. She knows. I <laughs> know she does. <laughs> She's like, yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she still loves him watch because her, he's her child. Watch her go show him this. <laughs> no, she wouldn't. I know. She wouldn't. I will. I'll send it to him. No. <laughs> Please, God, no. Why not? Because then Mama ha- Revioli has to deal with the repercussions. True. I'll wait until she moves and then I'll send it to him. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down for that. <laughs> Anybody want to add anything else? Well, I guess it's my turn to share. It is. Share with the class. Um, <laughs> so I started working when I was 15. Um, and I started at Rocky Rococo's. Ooh. I remember um, you telling me about that job. There was a honestly, lot of things that happened. I would have liked that better because I like pizza. Yeah, I, well, I gained a lot of weight. That's, yeah. I worked there for a year and a half, and then um, when I was 17, I started at, like, the the place that I lived, their, like, health center, and they had, like, um, a mental health ward. They had, like, that was the crisis center for the, like, city, and then they also had, like, um, like a rehab unit for, like, mm-hmm. PAC people. Excuse me. And um, and then they also had like a long term floor, um, basically for people who like entered the rehab unit and then just like never left. Literally, like the mental health facility I worked in, because they had um long term care and admissions and like a TBI unit. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> and then they also had a vent unit as well. Oh wow. Um, and so I worked there. I started as a healthcare aide, so I couldn't like touch the patients or anything. So it was just like stocking rooms, passing oh, snack, like things like that. Um, and then when I turned 18, um, so I worked there throughout my like senior year basically, and then when I turned 18. I tried my hand at home health, um, and that was horrible. I only did that for a summer, <clears throat> and it was just absolutely horrific because of the client that I had. Um, and, you know, my management wanted me to basically, they just told me to roll it off my shoulders, um, and he was horrible. So I basically was like, fuck this, and I quit. And then I don't blame um, you. I would have too, especially after all that. It was the mm-hmm. first time since starting, like, the workforce um, quitting with no plan. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, really scared because, like, I I thought that I completely, like, fucked myself. Um, but I didn't. I ended up finding a job, like, right away. And that was, like, the first time that I got introduced to, uh, like, assisted living facility life in okay. that capacity. Um and I didn't realize that caregiver jobs were like so they're a dime dozen. So like, <laughs> they really I, I are. thought it I thought I like struck gold. Uh, but that's I was what I used so, to think when I started. I was so I used to think that about every caregiver job. Right. I, I used to think back when I started and they were gonna pay me like 
freaking ten dollars an hour. I thought yeah. that was like, oh my god, that's great. Yeah. No, no, it's not. It, it was not great. Was <laughs> so Everybody I wasn't sweat. even making ten dollars an hour, and it was the most I had ever made. So like that. Yeah, because it was because you were new to it, right? right. So well, and I was newly um, eighteen as well, mm-hmm. and then um, so then I worked there for. A year and then I transferred to the um, facility in a different area so it was the same company but it was a different facility oh, okay. and then I worked there for about a year as well and then this was the first time I thought I got out of caregiving <laughs> notice the air quotations so I ended up working for a youth group home um, that I really enjoyed a lot um, I originally started out working with um, the boys ages like 14 to 17 and then they ended up training me at the girls home in the same area Um, and I just really 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 enjoyed it a lot and um, they were like really scared of like scaring me off because when I went over there and I trained like my my first day training like there was so many fights that would be broken up when we had to call the cops and like all this stuff. Mm. And they were so scared that I was going to just be like, fuck this. I'm out. The company or the girls? The company. And so when I told my boss, I was like, oh my God, I love this. Like, I love the go, go, go. I love like the crazy. I was like, this is amazing. She was just like, (laughs) like she was shocked. So then I ended up. um, I do like the go to. Like, yeah, I don't it's, like to like sit around. Once in a while, I like to you know have a break in there somewhere. But okay, it's not fun if you're getting your ass beat. Mm-hmm. But it's fun if you're like constantly like go 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 like high pressure sort like. And then I, all of a sudden, it's time to go home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it. It does make it. I remember I was supposed to train there eight to four, but I ended up working eight to eight. Because there was so much like just stuff going down and the girls were so escalated that the the manager over there was like, would you please stay? Don't judge me. And I was like, sure, absolutely. So then eventually I told my boss at the boys home I wanted to transfer over and she was like sad about it. But she was like, yeah, you know, I get it because there was just more excitement there and the boys were a lot more mellow. Yeah. Um, so then I worked there all the way up until the company closed, unfortunately, which was mm, just over a year. It was like a year and three months or so. Um, and I stayed till the very end. I was one of two staff by the very end. Like we were just working around the clock I would do the day and part of the PM she would come in and do the PM knock like it was just clockwork and Mm, that really sucks when that happens I remember doing that I hated that it was it was very sad because all the girls knew what was going on um we found out like two ish months prior um but we were not allowed to tell the girls until the 30 day mark so we knew for about a month before they did and then they knew the last 30 days and so basically the last 30 days were torture because it was like well this place is closing i don't have to listen to you i can do whatever the fuck i want um 
And then it just kept dwindling down and dwindling down. Like one girl ran away. Um, another got sent off because she would have rather gone back to juvie than j being there, knowing that it was going to close. So she, she ended up getting hauled away by the police. We never saw her again. Um, one of Jeez. our girls aged out. And then one of our girls, um, we ended up um, just sending her <coughs> to live with her aunt for the remainder of the time because she was like super, super close to turning 18. That's decent. So nice. then literally like we had started that month with a full house and by our very last day, we had had one girl left. Um, what was a full house? Like how many resident or how many girls could you have? Well, we could, we were licensed for up to seven but really, my boss didn't like doing more than like five girls at a time. Got it. She always I mean, tries. Well, to I mean, if they're really like troublesome, right? It's she always liked to... to try and keep at least one open bed, just because it was the girls that we got were were a lot. Mm -hmm. So that is actually kind of surprising to hear because a lot of places like that they want the revenue. Mm -hmm. and yeah, the they just want the, the money. Years, she, the more money she they was get. constantly, mm -hmm. constantly fighting with the owners about that. All the time, the owners would tell her, "Fill the bed, fill the bed, fill the bed." I can think of another person we know that used to fight with people about that stuff too. You know who I'm thinking of? Does her name start with an H? H? No. B? I'll tell you later. Oh, okay. Anyway, so that was one of the big, like, sticking points um, for her actually to leave. So she left, and then, yeah, basically everyone, it just kept, like, they <laughs> just kept leaving and leaving and leaving. And then, yeah, it was just down to us. And then, I mean, we had no budget. So, like, we were literally getting our money from this place and then it was going right back into the house we were buying all of the food all of the supplies like we kept the house going um and then so after that closed um <laughs> after that closed um i worked at Oh, I was a medical receptionist, and then I literally was only there for, like, three months, and then we got word that they were shutting down that city's branch because it was the least, um, like, successful. Mm -hmm. And they had literally just opened it, not even, like, a year prior. Like, it was brand, brand new. <gasps> Sounds like that one place we were talking about that has to shut down a bunch of their shit that they just bought. Yeah, yep. so it was literally brand new. And they didn't even give it a chance to see how it would, like, go. And then they decided it wasn't successful, and then they shut that branch down. So then there I was working at another place that was shutting down. So then um, at that point, it was time for me to have my son anyway because I was pregnant. Um, so I ended up taking a four-month maternity leave. Um, and then I worked at a daycare for like three weeks and it was awful. And I basically <laughs> said, fuck that. <laughs> I was literally there long enough to collect one paycheck. That Ooh. was it. 
That was it. That's when you know it's bad. Don't I'm you dare. Isabel, so then, um, get your dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it a pen? So mm. then after that, um, the first place, like my first big girl job, as I call it, was the company that we all met. And then, yeah, I pretty much haven't looked back. I she moved on from the Pampers to the big girl undies. More like the Pampers the to, the, to the Depends, yeah. Um, and I worked a few jobs in between this one and that one, but like seriously, consecutively, I've been there. Uh, coming up on five years this August. I don't know how or why. I mean, I get like the bills need to be paid and all that, but I don't know. I guess for me, I just I have chaos in so many areas of my life that like I guess Izzy wanted to be on camera. I guess so. I don't know. I guess for me, I just had so much inconsistency for so long. It was nice to be able to say that I worked at the same place for however long. Uh, and <laughs> I, I know about the consistency, but it's very inconsistent consistency. <laughs> That's for damn sure. It's it's true. But see, I I liked that, though, like at the time. When my son was a newborn, it was perfect for me because, like, I, I really enjoyed that. And then, like, as he started to get older, it became, like, way less manageable for me. Mm-hmm. And now I'm in a spot where, like, okay, I can manage this chaos again. So, like, it's a lot of it's come in waves for me. Right. So, yeah, that's my working career story. Tell us yours. We like friends. Yeah. Leave yeah, comments. Leave comments, questions, concerns. Don't forget to like stories. and subscribe. Hit mm-hmm. that notification bell. Mm-hmm. Literally. Hit all of it. <laughs> Love us. Send us money. No, <laughs> We're Merch still accepting Taco Bell gift cards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, if there's any hot men out there, two of us are looking. <laughs> okay. Hello. <laughs> Be amazed what I can do with my mouth. <laughs> Anyways, you can find us at bossraviolequeens at gmail.com. Or you can find us at bossraviolequeens on Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. Uh-huh. <laughs> you just saw, I just thought about like my facial expressions. I just went through the five stages of grief. <laughs> anyway, until next time. Bye. bye.